Jeff C. Jeff C. Are there other men in this house with similar... <gasps> did you? Are you cheating on me with a man who is only one letter off of my name? Yo, man, I'm like so fucking beat. Cut me some slack. How yeah, you doing? Yeah. Eh, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. What's up, goth mommies? Um, are you talking to the goth mommies listening or to me, the goth mom? I'm talking to the goth mommies listening. Mm. All of them. Uh... Yeah, I think we've discussed this before, but it's really funny when I ask people to be on a podcast, they're like, I'm not goth, or I'm not a mom, and I'm like, I don't think you really need to be either. You just like, need you to definitely be, don't need to be You either. just need to be old and past your prime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're here for. Um, just trying to age so, not so gracefully. So if your best spooky days are behind you, drop us a line. Nah, no. I hear... The 30s are where it's at from people in their 30s. That is, there is the expression that life begins at 30. Tell tell me older 30 is, are your 30s where it's at so far? Um, yeah, my 30s are pretty good. Careful. I'm, I'm your 30s, so yeah. tread cautiously, friend. Hey, I had two whole years of my 30s without you, lady. Yeah, and they were the worst two years. They weren't great. Yeah. That's besides the point. I do. I remember my uh, my aunt saying, "Shout out Aunt Karen," that she is happier in her sixties than she's been in her entire life. Um, these chunky thighs that I am holding right now—they are the cutest. Yeah, that's the baby, by the way. No, they're just... they're Jesse's. They're Jesse's chunky thighs. <laughs> it tickles. Yeah. <laughs> now, despite being a huskier fella, my legs have never been the problem. You do have good legs. I got very nice muscular. Legs. Yeah. Um. That's why I wear short shorts year-round. But yeah, speaking of aging alt people, um, you have a colonoscopy coming up. Yeah, I guess this is sort of the health episode. Actually, the, you'll be getting it, theoretically, the day that we post this. That's right. If you're listening to this on the day it drops, there's a very good chance that there is a five-foot-long tube up my butthole while you listen. And boy, are my arms tired. Yeah. How are you feeling? I feel like you've... Uh... I'm super fucking anxious. I yeah, don't. I feel like you're going through the phases of grief. Yeah. I, wo- I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, you know what? Most of the dread is gone. Now it's just surrender. And it's like, oh yeah. And then I had panic attacks all day. And guess what? It's back. Here's the fucked up thing about anxiety. And I've had this before. Like, uh, like you, you're planning to go on a flight. And then there's like bad weather where part of your brain's like, oh, the flight will get canceled. I'll never have to. It's not, the answer is not, you're never going. This flight will get canceled and then I'll never have to fly again. It's like, nah, just fucking do it. Especially with the fact that like the hospital isn't getting back to me right now with uh, my prep mix. Also, in general, the weather has to be pretty bad for a flight to be canceled because they could just fly above bad weather for the most part. Mm. If they could take off and land, they're flying. True. Um,. Actually, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, now I'm getting a colonoscopy. This will be my. The funny thing with anxiety is you always think like, well, if I had to do it before, I wouldn't be so nervous now. I got a colonoscopy when I was 19, and I'm still yeah, super but that's fun. like a child, especially for a colonoscopy. Man, my butthole back then, who boy, I could run in circles. I tell you what, if I knew then what I knew now. 
This really has just become Jesse's butthole podcast. Guys, thank you for He's tuning a in surfer. to the <laughs> Jesse. I'm a surfer. The Jesse's butthole podcast. Now I've had uh, what what happened is during COVID, the early stages of COVID, I had what I thought at the time was a very painful hemorrhoid, uh, which we we get we get graphic on this podcast. Yeah, which uh, felt like it had never healed right. When it went down, I don't need to get into details. Let's just say there might have been wiping in between. I might have had intermediate wipings every now and again. Just to, you know, like, just, just pop in a bathroom. Just just, just for a, a swipe. Let me interject swipe, and Swipe say, left, swipe right. Let me interject and say, I have a thing with boys, for boys with butt issues. That's right, yeah. You think, like, I like husk, I like darker, duskier men. It's like, nah, it's all problem buttholes. Yeah. Should have put that on my OK Cupid. <laughs> Problematic butthole. Thirty-two that South like Philadelphia a... inflamed anus. That sounds like what a good band name. Problematic butthole. Problematic butthole. Oh yeah. yeah, there's a lot of problematic buttholes out there. Kanye West, Elon Musk, <laughs> my yeah. butthole. To name a few. Yeah, my butthole got caught. <laughs> my butthole got caught dressed as Hitler at a party in 1993. Oh God. But uh, yeah, no, just having some butt problems. But anyway, I realize now. Uh, with because it was COVID, like I couldn't get anybody to actually look at my butt. Right, because it was like peak COVID. Peak COVID, like I couldn't even uh, you, you couldn't get in anywhere. Like June twenty twenty, I feel exactly. Like. So, the, the hilarity of going into a medical <laughs> facility and mask your face now uncover your asshole. Um, but yeah, I think what I actually had was an anal abscess, which has led to an yum. anal anal fistula. Yes, look at my recipe. Double yum. Look at my recipe for anal fistula. Uh, there's <laughs> vegan options included. But long story short, I might need minor surgery on my butt. And because I had a grandpa die at 49 of colon cancer, they want to they wanna t- take a look around there. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not really as worried about... I mean, when you actually stop and think about it, like, you're mad, like, I'm drawing on my fucking belly, like, it's one of those, uh, like, it's a dry erase board, like, ooh, that is a lot that's gonna be going. Um, I, I don't like being put under. Yeah. It, it really... Which, apparently, your mother loves it. Yeah, which, well, hey, we've talked before how my mom has no fear of death because she has a completely unexamined faith, uh... Really kind of connected. The reason I really don't like that sedation is it... I, I almost feel like general anesthesia is like proof that there's no soul. Because it really is just like switch off, switch on. Like that's it. It's like, alright, go go to practice death oblivion for a minute. And then we're going to tinker with your butthole. And for you it's just like that. Is it or do you just not remember? I'm telling you how it feels. Right, but I'm saying, like, it could just be you don't remember. Well, no, it it does, you are, like, being put to sleep, in addition to the fact, like, if you wake up, you won't remember. Yeah, I've never been put under before. Yeah, the beauty of it is, apparently, even in the uh, 17 years since I had my last one, the drugs and the prep have uh, gotten much better, so... Well, you wanted to be super metal and do it without... That's right. Initially, I wanted to be metal as fuck and uh, do it without anesthesia. I was like, that's right. Don't don't even kiss me beforehand. Just fucking put on those gloves and dive in. Uh, thankfully, just just getting the butt exam and getting something up there 
the immediate thought I had, in addition to... Te- the guy was looking up my butt, again, thinking I just had internal hemorrhoids, and he says, oh, that's interesting, and immediately I'm like, oh no, like, that's not something you want... <laughs> yeah, you don't want your doctor saying, oh no. Yeah, I immediately imagined just, like, a second husband... No, he didn't say, oh no, he said, huh, that's weird, or something like that. Yeah, so- something like that, and immediately I'm just, like, imagining my daughter being walked down the aisle by fucking stepdad. I don't know. But, uh, turned out, it, it, he doesn't think it's anything like that, but he said, like, fisture. But the other thought was, like, oh, I was crazy to think that I'd fucking be able to, you know, do... Then again, you know, I, you probably don't feel it as much, because you have poop moving through your bowels all the time. It's not like you can feel it, like... It's not like you can, like... That'd be wild. Map it. That'd be super crazy. Oh, yeah, if you could just, like... If you really paid attention, you could, like, pinpoint last night's Asian stir-fry oh, as it makes its way through your bowels. Um... Well, I mean, since this is the Goth Mom podcast and we are both um, very into death, uh, let's let's maybe get into some some death things since you know mm. you gotta you gotta face your mortality a little bit. Yeah. Um. So we've discussed this before, but you are what do you what do you believe in? I all right. I gen I genuinely do believe. Oh, God, the baby just looked at me hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that was a real good stare. Um, I genuinely believe there's... I, I emotionally believe there's something else, and intellectually it feels just like a cold bucket of water. Just like, nah. Nah. Nothing. But, uh... I, I, you know, I, I, I do... Do you think... Do you, do you... I, I, try, I try to approach it like anxiety. My anxiety, I am terrified of lots of things that turn out it's no big deal and death would be the biggest thing of all. It, it would be par for the course that I was terrified of it and then it was fine. Yeah. Well, and I'm more scared of, like, dying than actual, like, death and what comes after it. It's, like, the physical act of dying that, like, gives me anxiety at night. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of, like, oh my god, I'm gasping for breath mm-hmm. is scary. Or, like, having that, like, realization, like, that, like, men- mental realization of, like, yeah, I'm about to die. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And I've heard stories like that. There was uh, an intern who used to show up on Opie and Anthony who, um, him and his girlfriend went hiking and she just, like, fucking fell off a cliff. And oh, he, my God. And he ran down and she was just like, holy shit, this is, like... This is what dying is like. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did she die? She died. Yeah. And that he, the smallest detail oh he god. left. The smallest detail he left that was like so crushing. I was like, yeah, so then cops and ambulance came and then just like I just had to drive home with like her, her like her purse that she left in the car while we went hiking. Yeah. I mean, I know it's definitely not the same at all um but it's kind of like when you go to like put down an animal and you have to like leave with their empty cage yeah um how about you what do you well before we get to that that reminds me of when we were watching i think we discussed this maybe on the podcast but we were watching something and like it was about people taking selfies and like falling off the cliff oh yeah and i'm like could you imagine you just like think you're taking a picture and then it's like bye Yep, okay, that's it, that's the end. I tried to do a stand-up bit about that, where it was like, guys, if if somebody's gonna die that way, you gotta show me the photo. You gotta show, because here's the oh, other thing, yeah. you know people with their fucking selfies, you know there were a few first tries. 
I want to see what went so wrong with that first try that, like, you know what? A little heel over the edge would be just what I need to put really make my friends jealous on Instagram. Hey, my, my weight is shifting. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I get nervous even hiking around us because there's some pretty mm-hmm. steep hills. I think you could survive most falls. My thing with, uh... Death. I, I mean, I feel like I constantly change what I believe. I, I want there to be something. It'd be cool if there was something like reincarnation or like interactive with the people you know. I really like the idea of um, like your souls travel. Yeah, baby. Really? Do you believe in the afterlife? Yeah, she's like, I've been here. This ain't my first rodeo. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of, like, souls, uh, you know, intertwined, like, um, existence where, like, you know, you and I in another life, like, maybe we're not together, but, like, maybe we're mother and son or right. you bring something else to you know Ew, i fucked my mom <laughs> but you know what i mean like there's people that are like really important to right. like follow you through right. life um and i've told you about a book that i read um with uh kara and her mom and my mom called the memory painter which is about that uh-huh. um i like the idea of that um i think most likely it's energy transference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, the idea of nothing doesn't scare me as much as it scares you. And nothing freaks me the fuck out. But like, it's nothing. If if it is nothing, then. You don't know. It the, yeah, but here's the thing. It's not that you don't know. I don't care about the don't know. What I care about is over. Like, that's it. You're done. Right, but like. You'll never come back. There was no point in you being here in the first place. But it's there's all no, washed but away. there's no conscious conscience for you to like consciousness. It's for obli- you to yeah, like it, it's oblivion. Process it's, that even. I don't care about the experience. You, you're telling me you don't feel any terror in knowing in like watching the lights go out, knowing they'll never come back on again. That's my point. Is you won't, you wouldn't know. It's it's that, awful. I like I feel, I'm getting like the pa- yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the death panic in me now. Oh just my god. Thinking of it. No, like that's my point though. You wouldn't know. Like yes, if I were if someone, I know I, someone, I would know until the last fucking second. If someone came to me and told me as I'm dying, sorry, bye. Like that's it. It's over. Yeah, I'd feel different, but, like, no one... I don't think anyone does that. I don't know. There's, uh... I think part of it with that is I do feel that if it is lights off, then it means life as a whole is ultimately nihilistic and pointless. I don't need... I don't need a reward, you know? I, I don't need, like, you know heaven and hell but just oblivion then like then there was really no purpose none of this made sense we're all just all all life flows into structure and uh hierarchy and then it's just demolished i don't know if i like need a reason for like my existence 
I, I, I'm not even saying my personal mm. existence. I mean for all of this. And that's just the ex- the insanity. I've talked before joking, just like uh, having a baby has made me think very different about sex. It's made me think very different about elements of sex. The fact that, like, you know, semen. Yeah, semen can be fucking, you know, blasted on a pair of glasses and, like, yeah, hot facial. Or, you know, you can aim it in a woman's belly and it will build a fucking nervous system on its own. Could you build a nervous system on your own? Yeah. Trying to think about it? Not... I was like, yeah, I can. Well, I can on my own. So, so cum has that much purpose, yet me, myself, do not have purpose. The smallest things in the universe have purpose, but the biggest things do not. Do they have... But it's purpose in a different way. Mm. Like, they have... They have reason. Like, reason and purpose are two different things. Okay. There's a reason they exist, like, but it doesn't mean that there needs to be a purpose for it. Uh, I don't know. I think, I I just, I don't know. I don't think there needs, maybe I'm not existential enough. It's, the world is so, and by the world, I mean just the universe, is just so, like, Again, why is there everything instead of nothing? One of the only things that does give me hope about, like, because people are like, oh, what, you believe in, like, an old man in the sky? And, like, hey, you know what? It makes as much fucking sense as this world Well, does. I was going to say, like, implying there's a purpose might, like, do you, does that, like, is the implication to you, and if there is a bigger purpose, that there is a higher design like designer, whether it I uh, well, like I said, my uh, all right. So, well, I talked about what I thought, what what I felt versus what I thought, what I hope. Um, I I have no belief whatsoever, not even inkling of like a personality creator of mm. like you know, you die. It's like nice to finally meet you. I'm I'm Vincent Price and Edward Scissorhands, and now you get your real hands. Yeah. And you get to fuck Winona Ryder, because it's heaven. Oh, I have my own Winona Ryder no. right here, baby. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, no, I, I, I would hope that there is a system mm-hmm. in, in place that, you know, <coughs> recycling, movement, uh, the continuation of knowledge, maybe a little bit. Because, again, there's, you know, we get distracted by, like, everything, everything in where we are right now is man-made. Right. This is all, like, we're not even in the fucking nature as it exists. So even though... Oh, we're totally detached from nature. Yeah, so even though we know how nature exists, we're so fucking removed from it. And the, and not to mention, again, you go even, like, larger, uh, you know, black holes and nebulas and quasars and string theory and shit like that. Like, there's something happening here. But, like, okay, let's say, like, because reincarnation does not sound like a crazy theory to me. Same. But, like, what happens, like, when, if and when, and likely when humans cease to exist? Mm-hmm. Then what happens? We're all just there's stuck a, wandering. Well, there's there's other life out there. There has to be. So we would just be reincarnated into other life because we fucked up humans? I mean, well, I, I told you I tried to get the joke going of it's not, like... It's a matter of quantity. It's not like your human soul goes to something else. Your human soul is, in fact, like 
three horses and five frog souls. And uh, maybe from here, you and a million other human souls, you get to be a planet. Because, I mean, it does... Judging judging by the way that, uh, you know, the planet itself as a superorganism, you know, who's to say there's not some kind of thought mm-hmm. in there? Um, when I was little, I used to believe that, like, whatever you believed happened. That was, like, that symbol. Whatever you believed, that was your favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, I, well... I would like to smoke DMT, because a lot of people say they don't fear death after it. Oh, yeah, I only I, never... I, I, I do, however, worry that you are depleting your DMT sources that would otherwise be firing when you die. Can that happen, like, one if you do it one time? I don't know. I don't know how any of these drugs work. I'm not Joe Rogan here. Have you ever done DMT? No. I have not. I've been around people doing DMT. Yeah, I told you, there was that one dude who was, like, hitting it in a vape at an open mic, like... That's insane. The way you would hit, like, fucking Baja Berry nicotine shit, and he's just, like, fucking... That's he's, insane. He's just riding the cosmos. I'm pretty sure you're, like, catatonic when that happens. But he's sober now, so... Uh. Um, I, uh... I've always wanted to try it, but, yeah, there is... It's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say, like, if you take, like, um, like, life-ending drugs that it makes it so that that dmt like that response doesn't happen yeah so that that's hard to because well that's that's one of the medical beliefs because um they say that the the brain produces its own dmt that basically like floods the brain Mm -hmm. at death and one of the hallmarks of that is time dilation it feels like it lasts a very very long time what if the people who die and they see something and then they come back, what if their experience was they got some DMT and that, like, what if our only, if mentally you do have a heaven and what it is is your brain is so flooded with DMT that your dying moments stretch out in eternity in your consciousness. That's possible. I'd say that's more than likely. Maybe, maybe not, inter- uh, you know, uh, eternal. But. Right. Um, well, because, I mean, it lasts, like, 15 minutes, like, the drug. Right. Um, have you seen The Spirit Molecule, the documentary on DMT? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's very good. Yeah. It was on Netflix, at, like, years ago. I don't know if it still is, but I would say it's worth a watch. Um, but, like, so, you know, uh, I guess a couple years ago now, like, yeah, sometime during the pandemic, I watched The Good Place. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. And I showed you the ending to that. And the reason I like that is because that whole show is about death and, like, the like what happens in the afterlife. But I love it because, spoiler alert, jump ahead, like, 30 seconds. Uh, the end, they have it where you still don't know what ultimately happens. Right. The, the good place is not permanent. You're supposed to move on at some point. Right. But what does moving on mean? Who knows? Yes. And that you go through a door and... Mm-hmm. You don't know what's beyond that door. And I like that it still kept it a mystery. That was interesting. That yeah. this is a different type of life. And, like, you still must move on to, like, the ultimate mystery of what happens next. Right. Right. I um, mean, it does. Ugh, it fucking crushes me that, like, my dad might be just fucking gone. I'm, he, yeah. Yeah. But then, even if we talk, like, ego-wise, like, again, I don't think my dad's anywhere fucking waiting for me, but, uh... 
Do you think that scares you more about that? Like that that makes you really want there to be something. I know you bring up like like babies dying and stuff, but like mm-hmm. like that it's not fair that like that's the only shot they get. Right. Like, well, one of the things I said was, uh, you know, you obviously know I dated somebody who had bad health issues. Right. And even more so than her, she introduced me to a lot of people who were dealing with, like, lifelong maladies, uh, you know, disabilities, spina... Bifida. Bifida. Spina bippity-boppity-boo. Um, and that really, again, didn't make me think reincarnation was more likely... But definitely lined it up like, man, if you only get one fucking roll of the dice and that's what you get, like there's every now and again, you'll see it's like this fucked up chart online that's supposed to be like uh, charting people by attractiveness. And then they have like a photo as an example mm-hmm. on the side. And one of the, the one that's the zero is a girl that the ex knew who was just like, you know, girl born with a horrible deformity. That right. she took a photo of herself to, you know, try, you know, look at me and my nice smile. Won't you want to be my friend? And people on the internet just took it and now she's just labeled hideous monster. Kill it with fire. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's the only life you get. That's horrible. You know what's funny? On OkCupid, uh, I remember there was a girl on there who had some kind of weird facial deformity. But honestly, pretty decent body. You can tell from the photos. <laughs> And you you remember, you know, some of these things stick out. In the gym in South Philly, I fucking saw her in there working out one day mm. with a guy who seemed to be a boyfriend. Oh, And good. I was like, fuck yeah. That's great. You go get it. Um, so how much did, like, your Catholic upbringing, like, affect your thoughts on death growing up? For one thing, I, I was convinced the fucking end of the world was going to happen. Like, either Jesus came back and, you know, fucking the world ends in fire. Wait, isn't that not a thing in Catholicism either? No, no, no. There's still the apocalypse. We we don't have the rapture. Ah. Uh, the rapture's fucking dumb. But there okay. is still the whole thing of, like, Jesus will come back and uh, uh, only after the devil has made it the worst, the, uh, Jesus comes back and leads the armies of Christ. Uh, didn't help. My dad was really fucking dumb. My dad had a thing about the end of the world. He'd really? Say, anytime there was some shit with, like, Israel and Palestine fighting on the news, would be like, well, it's fucking end of the world. He said that with fucking uh, 9-11. Oh, wow. So I had a genuine, like, terror When did you? When did you, were you able to shake that? <clears throat> uh, you know what actually sucks? That was a very childish fear. And then in my teens, that got transferred into a fear of uh, 2012, the Mayan Doomsday Clock. Oh, I oh was, really? I was genuinely freaked the fuck out about that. Oh, no. Yeah, especially, again, what you realize now is pseudoscience. That's where a lot of that, like, woo-woo shit folded into that of, like, the spirituality also. Well, what happens if... The, the Montauk experiments and the Philadelphia experiment, those are all parts of this. And the reason politicians are getting more reckless because they know time will fall into infinite novelty on December 21st, 2012. Because uh, the whole thing with that, if, if you, people don't recall, the whole thing is the Mayan calendar. The Mayans made these incredibly detailed, accurate, still made accurate predictions thousand years later had this gigantic clock 
and for a reason nobody ever fucking understood, it just stopped. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there something with Nostradamus in there, too? Nostradamus got folded in. Okay. But uh, I don't think, you know what, let me... I sit. wasn't, like, concerned about it, so I never, like, cared to look it up. I was yeah. like, if the world ends on whatever the date was, I was like, it's our own fucking fault. Yeah, but by the time it actually came, I was, like, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um... That reminds me of Parks and Rec when Leslie... Oh, yeah, the doomsday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so what did it say today? Oh, I miscalculated, and it should be at this time on this Yeah, but by, by the time it was like that Harold Camping dickhead, <laughs> that like, uh, what was that, 2014? I don't know. I don't remember when that dude was. Point is, yeah, that that's all bullshit. That doesn't do anything for me now. Um, but yeah, as far as the Catholic stuff... The Catholic stuff does make it worse just in the fact that I was taught to 100% believe in this bullshit, like, angels, clouds, heaven kind of thing. Although, I, I do remember my great-grandmother died when I was 10. And I just remember somebody saying, like, oh, well, the uh, Polish word for grandma is Bobchi. But Bobchi's in heaven now. And even at 10, thinking, like, I only knew this lady for, like, an eighth of her life. I don't know what she got up to. How do you know she's in heaven? <laughs> You know, for all the judgment you guys throw around, as soon as someone dies, you're very like, oh, they're in a better place right now. Like, uh, the book you're going from has some <laughs> things to say about that. Yeah. But your mom just has complete blind faith. Yeah, I, I envy it. My mom my mom literally believes dying is like you go to heaven and it's a graduation party. And yeah. everyone's been waiting there for you with nothing better to do. And it is funny. Your mom has, like, so much anxiety in general because a lot of my anxiety manifests itself in, like, fear of dying. Mm. Or, like, scary things happening. Well, that's why I have the weird body anxiety because it's little, like, like today I just kept getting these rushes and I have a pain in my middle back. And, you know, what it is is just I haven't slept right in fucking weeks and I'm tired but in that moment, it's just like, yeah, this this is what my aorta falling apart probably feels like. And in three seconds, maybe I'll be tumbling down the steps with my baby in my arms, hurting her in the process. Or, Do you, you know, something else to worry about. Or, you know, I'll be fine. So it, it'll be either or. Either I will be going into the black oblivion or I get pizza. It's very funny that, like, we both have very different types of anxiety in the way it manifests, but they are both, like, weirdly similar, where, like, yours are very physical, but because of it, it's like, okay, like, am I, is this just anxiety, or, like, am I dying? And will this one day not just be anxiety, and I don't know? And for me, it's mental, but I have the same fear of, like, oh, my God, what if there's a fire, and I'm like... But, like, is this anxiety or am I having intuition? Yeah. Like, stuff like that. You've asked me before, like, if you were having a heart attack, do you think you would know? Like, honestly, probably fucking not. I know. You need to get that shit under control. Yeah. I've said before, on if I'm having a bad day, it's like, the only reason I don't think I'm dying right now is this has happened to me so many times. No, like, you need to... Well, you're, you want to take stuff, and hopefully that helps. Yeah. Because, like, that is... The Lexipro. That is a scary thought to think about, like you might be having a medical emergency and not know. Yeah. Um, getting older, folks. Getting older. Yeah, getting older. Plus, like, having a baby will definitely make you, like, face your mortality more. Yeah. But we... I, I, I've always been very, like, into death in general. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you, like, start being, like, into death? 
and what when did you start like analyzing it more i've been analyzing this since i was a child yeah that's me yeah do most children do this i don't know are we weird well we know the place i go overboard and uh yeah, whatever i'll i'll do the explanation i used to watch videos of people fucking dying like gore shit violent shit now i want to say right now that there's a lot of people who watch this because they kind of get off on it there's a lot of people who do it because you know they think it makes them badass like uh, for me it was <coughs> literal morbid curiosity yeah of i just like you know looking into the abyss and seeing what does it look like in that last moment i still remember you telling me you watched the beheading videos and being like genuinely upset by it. Like I was like, oh, this was like pretty early on in our relationship because I think it was on the way to the Smashing Pumpkins concert actually and I Uh was like, oh, this is who I'm dating? Someone who's like okay with watching this? Mm -hmm. It like freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, for one thing, it completely reprograms the fucking bullshit you see in the movies. Right, well, I mean, and I was going to say, you cannot unsee those things either. No. no. Bill Burr actually said it best. He said, like, nah, I think every time you watch one of those things, a little part of your soul just kind of flies away. Has he watched it? Uh, I think that was his excuse for not watching mm. it. Like, he'd seen it when he was younger. But, like, yeah, it's... Fuck that. And, and, you know what the weirdness is? I agree that's weird. I find it odd that we don't find true crime obsession more weird. Because, like, okay, yeah, I watched the video of that. What is the real discrepancy between that and then listening to, like, for example, the story of a Junko Futura who was, like, raped and gang-beaten for, like, a month by uh, the... Uh, what's the what, what's the gangs in Japan called? Um, fuck. Cause, you know. Cause, yeah, Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza, that's it. Bless you. Um... Yeah, the Yakuza. Like, I, I don't understand. Uh, yes, seeing it is far more graphic. I don't think it's that different than listening to a fucking shitty podcast of, like, two hosts going in detail about what happened. Well, I will say where you're like, I don't understand why people don't think this is weird. I do think there's, like, a threshold that people cross that they're like, this is weird. Like, fetishizing Ted Bundy or shit like that. People mm-hmm. who are, like, really into him and, like, have his face on a t-shirt or like want like true crime paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. I do think that like there is a lot of judgment within the true crime community about that. Um also I will say as someone who listens to true crime podcasts and someone who has listened to overly graphic true crime podcasts, there is a difference between like the ones like my favorite murder and like the ones that are like playing 911 phone calls. Mm. Like they do not play 911 phone calls. And, like, it does feel like it crosses a line sometimes. Yeah, there's... Uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. You are, you are literally being entertained by the worst, most painful moment of somebody's life. I agree. I think part of it with... Because if you notice, women are heavily into true crime. And I think a lot of it is because it's a genuine fear that women have. Yeah. And it helps to hear and learn about it. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, they have said that there, there are people who listen to the podcast, Murderinos, who have, like, 
save themselves because mm-hmm. of something they re- they heard you know heard about or read about. But I do think, like I said, there is like a <coughs> question of taste for uh-huh. sure, and people do cross it, but a lot of people don't mm-hmm. and stay on that the other side. I'll give you an interesting one. There's no video of this as far as I know, but this was. Uh... Talk about people, like, rehearsing, like, what if this happened to me? There was a group of people who were uh, kidnapped by ISIS, Mm -hmm. and they were making the rancid videos seem like they were going to get their heads cut off, whatever. And uh, they were Italians, I believe. And one of the men in the group, during the filming of one of these, again, I haven't seen, supposedly jumped up and said, I'll show you how a fucking Italian dies, and, like, ran at them. And they, you know, shot him in the face and killed him. Now... The Italians did? uh, No, the ISIS. Oh, damn. The <laughs> the the Italian Sicilian evi- evi- uh, no, that's an E uh, squad evisceration squad they're Italian they misspell things all the time uh, so on the one hand it's like okay that's so that's like somebody taking a very movie approach to dying the other thing is they ended up ransoming the rest of the people away and not killing any of them mm-hmm. so the question is like well is that dumb he did that because everybody else survived. Or at the same time, like, I'll tell you one thing, having seen that, knowing if I'm ever wherever and get fucking kidnapped, like, you're probably better off, like, just doing something extremely stupid and getting shot in the head right away than waiting for him to bring out the fucking saw. True. Because that's, like, yeah, that's, never, never let him take you. Well, that goes- There is, there is prep stuff that goes into this. Like, those uh, fucking girls who got kidnapped and, uh. Got their heads cut off hiking in Morocco. Oh, yeah. Wait, it was in Morocco? I thought it was in South America. No, it was... Well, South America has its own bullshit. It's just not, you know, quite holy war. Oh, there may have been something else I'm thinking of. Right. No, this was Morocco because it was very much like, uh, really? ISIS there? And really, oh, they uh, got kidnapped? It was, it, 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 was two, it was two dickheads who were unaffiliated, but they, you know... Hated America, hated Westerners. They said, "Like, let's do this and say it's for ISIS." <clears throat> but yeah, that video is fucking upsetting, and it's like, don't, just don't, don't get kidnapped. Run, take your fucking chances. Ugh. Like, like uh, I thought about that a lot when listening to the last podcast on the left, where they talked about the BTK, the BTK killer. Where he was straight up like, look, I, I, I just want to rape you. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to hurt anybody. Please go along with this. And then just like, okay, I need to tie your hands so I know. And you're dead. Yeah. As soon as you got in that position, you're dead. You would have been better off fucking running and maybe getting a machete to the shoulder. Anything is better than like, yes, incapacitate me. Well, and this goes back to like why people like to listen to true crime. Uh-huh. Because... As a woman, the threat is very real. Yeah. Um, it might not be common, mm-hmm. but, like, certainly you're more likely to be locked up in a basement if you're a woman than if you're a man. Yes. And that goes back to, like, my fear of, like, dying versus death, where it's, like, mm-hmm. there are a lot of bad ways to go. Oh, the thing I was thinking of where um, the Dutch um, girls who were, who were uh, died in Panama hiking oh and there was like a miss i don't know if they ever figured out what happened to them but it was like it was like a big mis- mysterious mm. death 
Um, <coughs> I think the Morocco guys were, like, caught immediately and fucking hung, thankfully. Yeah, no, no, this was, like, they couldn't figure out how they died, and there were, like, some creepy, like, clues going on. What's funny, hold on, I need to look this up, because from what I remember, I could have sworn the Morocco girls were Dutch, too. Oh, that's crazy. When did the that happen? Uh, I don't know, vamp for a second, I'll figure this out. Um, yeah, this one I heard about on My Favorite Murder, it was, um... 2014, and they were like, they were 21 and 22. Yeah, just awful. Um, uh, Norwegian and Danish. Ah, uh, okay. I think they had like saw cre- like weird pictures too in the, um, in some of the evidence. Yeah, it was uh, it was very strange. Um, oh, do not chew on that. We're done. Nope. Okay, I think baby girl might be telling us to stop podcasting. It's time to stop podcasting. <laughs> We're coming right up against her bedtime, folks. So yeah, um, but overall, I think you're gonna be okay in your colonoscopy, or something could happen that I'll never have to get it. Uh, I mean, something good. I don't think it's a good alternative. If I cancel this colonoscopy in two days, maybe they'll come up with a scan the day after, so I won't eh, have to. Sure. And then I'll never need to... Part of the reason I'm also just, like, surrendering to this is, like, well, I'll I'll need to be some kind of sedated when I, you know, get, eh. get my butthole sliced open. True. That's Ew. fun to think of. Yeah. No, I'm glad you're doing it. It's gonna be fine. And... Everyone wish him good luck. Godspeed. Godspeed and good butt. Yeah. So, all right. I guess we'll end it here. So, love you. Love you too. KYGY2K on YouTube and podcast. Check it out. Yep. Bye. Bye.